live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. It's, it's a big relief. You know, I think everybody can finally sit down in their seats and watch the ball game. You know, it's uh, it's been a... Uh, been a fun ride so far you know getting a chance to do this with the team we got the guys surrounding me you know the constant support they've got home run hitters across the board and guys are not going to faint when when they're unblocked they're going to make the play and uh so again we're going to have to really execute at a really high level uh we're going to have to play with uh, physical uh and mental toughness all of those things uh to have a chance to to win this game Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. there. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. I got a new drop. Wednesday, (laughs) October 5. (laughs) Toby and TJ back with you. Uh, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Here's some good news, TJ. It is, you're going down to Dallas, right? You're going down. You're going to be in the crowd there. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you get tickets and go in. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes yeah. no, you just I'll stay outside. I'll be there. Watch the game at a tailgate or at the fair or something like You've done that before. I think you'll be able to get tickets for a reasonable price this week. That should be uh, a silver lining to both teams having two losses. But uh, Saturday, high of 83. Now, Oh, that's feel higher like, than I've seen. It'll feel like 93 in the <laughs> that's Cotton true. Bowl. That's true. <laughs> but sometimes we have 93 and it feels like 103. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not telling yeah. you it's going to be cold, but it's been worse. I've seen yeah, 80. I've seen 80. So let's hope for even three degrees uh, less. How about, uh, you know, that sounds really good. Boy, uh, here back home, it's going to be like 72, though. Hmm. So if you're out watching on the porch or something, if you're not oh, traveling beautiful. down, how about that? Yeah, it'd be beautiful, wouldn't it? Uh, all right, um, hour two. Uh, this hour, we're going to hear from uh, Brent Venables and Steve Sarkeesian coming up. But right now, TJ, we got something much more important than the football game to talk about. I have in front of me the finalists for this year's awards at the Texas State Fair. Food awards, TJ. Howdy, folks. Two categories, savory and sweet. Which do you want first, TJ? Um, let's go sweet first. I like to save the savory. What? Is I'm that how much, you eat? I'm not much of a dessert man, so although I've oh, got okay. nothing but dessert at my house right now, so you want to build toward the savory? I do. You know you're not going to eat any sweet. Okay. <laughs> cha cha chata, cha cha chata. TJ is a milkshake made. Um, it says it'll make you cha-cha-cha-da all night long. 
I don't even know what that means. What is that? What that? You run into the bathroom and inspired by the cha cha dance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like I got it under the toilet again. Sorry, I had the tricotada. It is made with the famous Garza family horchata recipe. It is a creamy drink. It's a milkshake rimmed with caramel and cinnamon goodness, topped with a Texas-sized dollop of whipped topping. The cha-cha-cha is dusted with crushed candy, a sprinkle of cinnamon, uh, deep-fried deep fried oros con leche bites. Uh, it's a milkshake, Teach. It's a fancy milkshake is what it is. Let me show you something. Here's the cool part of it. I think this is the selling point. The straw is actually inside of a churro. Fancy. So you're drinking it through a churro, and then you can eat the churro. That's probably not a good look, guys. The next one is uh, deep-fried Rocky Road ice cream. I don't think I need to explain that. It's Rocky Road ice cream. I'm not a fan of Rocky Road ice cream, so that one doesn't sound that great to me. My wife likes Rocky Road. I don't like the marshmallow in my ice cream. Yeah, that's the same for me, yeah. This one uh, looks fantastic. The Peanut Butter Paradise, TJ. Oh, what is this? What is this? It is a – it starts with a deep-fried honey bun. Caramel is injected into the honey bun and then topped with what? creamy peanut butter. But it is layered with some fan favorite peanut butter treats like Reese's Pieces, crushed Butterfinger crumbles, topped off with a peanut butter cup, drizzled caramel, and a cloud of powdered sugar. It's basically a mountain of wow. peanut butter is what it is. That sounds Looks like you maybe passed out with a sugar coma right in the middle of the midway, but man, it sounds peanut good. Peanut butter paradise. Man. I might be looking for that man, after that we win on good. Saturday, yeah. TJ. And then the last uh, sweet uh, candidate I have for you is called the Ultimate Brookie Monster. Um, (laughs) Starts with a crispy, chewy chocolate chip cookie layered with Oreos and marshmallows. Then covered in a triple chocolate brownie batter and baked together into a super brookie. It's a cookie inside of a brownie. Wow. And it's all deep fried, of course, with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. I wonder it's if I could hold the mu- uh, marshmallows, then I might be all over that. <laughs> I don't think so. By the way, each Get of these will cost order at you the $75 each. <laughs> coupons. You need 137 coupons for this. How long do you think the coupons thing is going to go? I mean, we do have like. It's hard to find anywhere to use cash at games yeah. these days. I think we, we have skipped cash now into the world of Venmo and Cash App and mm-hmm. Apple Pay and all that kind of stuff, and they're still doing coupons. Yeah, I, yeah. So their game cards now on the midway are actual like uh, like a gift card. Like you go and get a card and put money on the card, and then no, the like the, Chuck E. Cheese, the carnies like Dave scan the, the barcode on the back. Yeah, and you can pop the balloons with a dart. So I'm guessing that maybe that will happen for the food, too, because they don't want the, the food vendors handling cash is the problem there. So I understand. I'm yeah. just saying now we can go cash app. Now we can go. Right. Are we still going to do coupons into the yeah. next century? I think so. I think so, Such because uh, we've got the booth at uh, 
Where we're set up at the Omni. They've Are got we still going to pronounce it coupons into I, the I next do. century? I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just making uh, sure. So, that, yeah, if you're going down to the Omni, uh, OU Alumni Association hanging out, they'll be selling them uh, that Friday night yeah, before so the fair. I. So you can uh, get them early. You don't have to wait in the line at the fair. So that's what we do. Do they upcharge you? No, no. Do not. Do not. It's all on the up and up. It's all on the up and up. Okay. All right. uh, so which of the sweets are you picking? Um, I would probably try that uh, peanut butter paradise yeah. or whatever it was called. Yeah, that's the right answer. That's the right answer. Uh, I'm not sharing it with you though. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, here's the savory final. Is she ready? Yes, please go ahead. I was not hungry until we started this segment. Chicharron explosion nachos. Now this What'd you is say? interesting. What'd you say? <laughs> Chicharron explosion nachos. Be careful there with that. My daughter said, quit saying coupons like that. Sorry. <laughs> coupons. Okay, listen to these nachos, TJ. Listen, is is Katie listening right now? Because this could really be um, something you and her would want to share at the fair. Possibly. She may be on the right. way to school. I don't know. Pork rinds. Oh, I'm out. You, ah, you know I hate <laughs> pork rinds. Gross. Talk the about pork- a character on uh, social media that died real quick. Pork the- rinds guy. The uh, uh, I see him every once in a while. Are you talking about the guy in the middle of the the tornado or whatever? That was on the back of his truck. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Isn't that's that how pork he got rinds famous. guy? Yeah, that's him. That's him. He comes to the show at Rudy's. <laughs> Is that right? Frequently, yeah. Yeah, that's how he introduces himself sometimes to the coach. Hey, I'm pork rinds guy. So uh, instead of chips, the base of these nachos is pork rinds. Cajun-style seasoning. Smoked beef fajita meat, uh, fresh queso, and topped with uh, bar- chopped s- barbecue chopped beef. So it's nachos, but instead of chips, it's pork rinds. But, but instead, they ruin them. That's what it is. No interest? Nachos would be delicious because I'm intrigued. that way. Pork rinds, no interest at all. I, I might hate it, but I'm intrigued. Ugh, I'm, not even, I'm not even attempting that. How about this one? Deep fried BLT. Oh, oh! Now you're speaking my language. I don't even need to explain this. Go to you. ahead. <laughs> well, it's a BLT that's been uh, fried. I mean, I, that sounds wonderful. Cool, crisp lettuce, juicy red tomato slices, mayonnaise, mayonnaise, um, huh? and bacon. Oh yeah, I like that. That sounds good. All right. Now, do they serve that with turkey bacon? I, I'm wondering if they have turkey bacon. Uh, I'm joking, people. I would get it with regular bacon. Calm down, Victor. It's over in the sissy section of the fair. <laughs> That's not at the Texas State Fair. What'd you just say? You get whipped around here for saying something like that. Turkey How about this bacon. one? Deep fried lasagna roll. Mm. Pasta covered with the perfect mixture of ricotta, parmesan, provolone, and fried mozzarella cheeses, then topped with an amazing homemade meat sauce. More cheeses added. Hand, uh, and then uh, it's fried. Um, so you're eating fried lasagna, and you got a little marinara sauce there to dip it in. Not bad, not bad. Terrible, not a fried it? BLT, but I would try it. I, this one doesn't interest me, but I'll, I'll, it's, uh, it's one of the finalists. Fried charcuterie board. You got, you know, they got yeah. the 
salami and mozzarella and the splinters in your uh, gums. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. You know what they need to do at the Texas State Fair? They need to bring all this over to us at the Omni Friday mornings. We sample it all on the air, and we tell the uh, great fans of the Oklahoma Sooners coming down for the game what's best and what's uh, not. You know, well, you know, this is what you need to try. This is that's a great idea. Why don't you uh, call them up? I'll, I'll try to get. get a, I'll done. try to get a hold of them. And see if I can get that going. That's really that's a or great idea. Perhaps I'll bring my air fryer and I'll make this stuff myself for us. Instead that of morning. just verbalizing these foods, we could actually give testimony to them. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, get on that, please. This one I'm going to read slowly, TJ. All right? This is the last one. It's called The Holy Biscuit. I mean, the, the, the name's just great, isn't it? Gonna I'm going to read it slow, okay? Hey, if you have children listening, please turn down the radio. <sighs> yeah, this could, this could, do you have any, do you have any, like, soap opera, steamy music you could no, put behind this? No, I don't have that file, <laughs> I don't have that file available. And let me know, <laughs> that would be perfect. Here we go, the, the Holy Biscuit. It's a mouth-watering southern explosion that starts with a, perfectly cooked golden brown biscuit then slow smoked shredded brisket and ladle fire roasted street corn queso is stacked on top of the biscuit thick cut bacon is drizzled with texas honey keep going with a little bit of kick the masterpiece is complete when it's topped off with crispy pickle french fries oh i like that your taste buds will go crazy with the savory, sweet, crunchy combination of flavors all in one bite. We call it the Holy Biscuit. Mm. Yeah. Shh, don't say anything for a second. Just like... Oh, man, that sounds that good. Sounds really, that does sound really oh, good. <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking at because you know we play at eleven o'clock in the morning, so a biscuit is right, you know right up our alley. TJ eating this at nine o'clock or so, eight thirty, something like that. Nine thirty, we got to get us a holy biscuit, TJ. Man, Two of them actually. That I don't sounds share. really good. You want me to read it again? No, no, I don't no, think okay. I could take it. <laughs> <laughs> so which one? Which of the savory? Right, I've, I've made my decision. I've made Teach your own explosion nachos, the deep-fried BLT, the deep-fried lasagna roll, the uh, crappy charcuterie board things, uh, the holy biscuit. I've made my decision on what I'm going to do now, Saturday. I will arrive. I will have a beverage in a wax paper <laughs> so, cup. I will arrive. I will go into the game. <laughs> I will leave at halftime uh, to get my uh, lunch. It will be... A Fletcher's corny dog with another wax beer, uh, wax cup beer, and then I'm going back inside for the rest of the game. Same thing I've done for decades. <laughs> That's the right answer. Just get a corn dog. Fletcher's corny dog. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. We will try. I, I, uh, I'm with you. I will probably be a two corn dog guy like I always am every year, but, um, the Holy Biscuit has me intrigued. I, are you going to get on the horn and, and see if we can get some of these brought over to us on Aren't Friday? Are they listening now? Big Tech's listens to the show. No, they're listening to uh, the hairy wolf guy down there in <laughs> Dallas. 
<laughs> Everybody can't believe he's back. Remember? And then 12 minutes of commercial. Hey, and he wants you to know it is not a sports talk station. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 718, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Yeah! Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry Saxon, home of the $8.99 listing fee. Same service you'll get from any other realtor out there, just doing it for a lot less, putting that money in your pocket. Perhaps you can buy yourself a new patio table and have a holy biscuit at it. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. This texter wanted to know if <laughs> that, reading, that reading of the Holy Biscuit was the new scene setter. <laughs> yes. It could be. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is this week's scene setter. Were uh, you recording, Teach? Uh, yeah, I was. Camo Sooner says the same thing. Toby describing that Holy Biscuit gave me scene setter vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Uh, Sean will get all the food items that you need, plus then we can hear his pregame pep talk. Man, Sean, we need it this week, dude. We need a Sean pregame pep talk. Badly. Uh, Friday morning. I was good on the holy biscuit until the corn. Corn does not belong as an additional ingredient on anything. Not true. Corn's delicious. Well, it was a. uh, It wasn't straight corn, was it? It was corn case. It was fire roasted street corn queso. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but something like the corn is in the queso somehow. Uh, the only thing Holy Biscuit, uh, <laughs> during the Holy Biscuit read missing was a breathy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I will be, by the way, uh, I will be, uh, doing an encore reading of the Holy Biscuit <laughs> in the eight o'clock hour this morning, if you missed it. Holy Biscuit? Holy I cow! Will, I will add a here we go for that. Uh, what was that one? The chicharrones? Is that how you said that was pronounced? Uh, uh it is the uh, yeah, the chicharrone explosion nachos. Yeah, this one says chicharrone. Uh, chicharrones with guac and nacho cheese is really, really good. TJ, mm. no. Um, time will tell. Oh, wait, wait, oh, he's got several texts here. Let me make sure I don't miss okay. anything. I'm going to go back hey, here. Would you pick out uh, you know, one or two? It's like a, uh, a paragraph here in different texts. I think they ought to start General Booty or Nick Evers if Gabriel doesn't. Right that tall kid though. ain't all that great. <laughs> that tall kid ain't all that great. Man, that defense. Venable's supposed to know how to coach the defense. You know OU recruits higher caliber players than TCU or OSU. Why it's got to be the coaching. TCU, OSU, it's getting coached a whole lot better. Time will tell, but I don't think Venables, his staff, be here when we join SEC. Four games in, Teach. <laughs> no, five games in, sorry. Five games in. Uh, from New, uh, Sooner in NC, 
Yesterday, Venables definitely responded to some questions differently. He seemed short and direct, almost annoyed with questions about schemes or plays. When asked about mental toughness or development, he seemed anxious for the question to finish so he could launch into his answer. I think it clearly shows a focus on where he thinks the best area for focus is for the guys. Less on changing or modifying schemes, more on motivating and empowering them to take charge of their future. All right. Let's see here. Lisa Fernandez once struck out 25 batters in one game. Career .25 ERA and a .381 batting average. Four-time Honda Award winner. Jenny Finch twice had 35 straight. What is this? Oh, I don't know why this is doing this under the text line. That's an old text that probably uh, related <laughs> to Nobody cares. <laughs> it's skipping like ahead to people's like previous text for some reason on me today. TJ, if you need help getting a little energized for Saturday, just go back and watch the scene setter for the Red River going back to 2014. That'll kick start the blood. Is that the scene setter kid one? Um, no, 2014 been... was eight years ago. Yeah. We are now. What year was uh year was Bronx's? Six years removed from that. He was he was five, about to turn six when he cut it. He turns twelve tomorrow, so six years ago. But he's already had his party. But he's already had his party. Mm-hmm. You know what he did the other day? He came sprinting into the living room. Dad, dad, dad! I was like, oh no, what's what's wrong? You won't believe this. You won't believe this. <laughs> I said, what? Look, look. And he hits play, <laughs> and it's his scene setter. He goes, it's on YouTube! <laughs> I said, it's been on YouTube since the year you cut it. What? Are you serious? Oh, my <laughs> heavens. And he sat there alone on the couch just smiling, watching it. <laughs> oh, he's a star now. He's famous. He's just then, waiting for the money to roll Did I tell you about in. the conversation with about Bob Stoops the other day? Uh-uh. He says, hey, where does Bob sit during the game? Where is that? I said, oh, it's his suite up there. He sits in his suite. Who's in there with him? I said, oh, probably just family and close friends. Does he know who I am? Do you think he would ever invite me? <laughs> I said, yeah, he knows who you are. I'll see if I can get you an invite to Bob's suite. Oh. Friday, in the you know we're down at the Omni, uh, and we got all the hoop. Rod Babers is going to be on with us, and we've got you know all of our Friday stuff. Who knows what is going to be going on? Let's let's uh, we're going to be playing this year's scene setter, but let's play uh, the the Bronx scene setter sometime yeah, too. We can play that. You got it in the system somewhere? Uh, it's in there somewhere. Yeah, Drake. Uh, well, it's on find YouTube. If you yeah, can't find, find it, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yes. Still the best. That's the best. It'll always be the best one. I'm a little partial to it. Uh, I will go against the grain here. I'm going to say the OU Texas game is going to be great. Usually there is one team that shows up to play, but this year with nothing to lose on either side, maybe both teams show up and we'll get a smash mouth football game. All right. See, I think Texas still thinks they're playing for something. Because they played Alabama close. Well, both teams are playing for something. What do you mean by that? Like, you mean, like, to get well, to the playoffs? Well, I think most fans you've heard from from OU this year are like, ow, oh, everything's over. There's nothing right. to uh, right, see right, right. this year. I got you. Yeah. I got you. What do you mean by they're playing for something? Um, They still believe they've got a shot at a playoff. 
Oh, I got you. <laughs> That's the feeling I get from Texas fan. We're great. A Big, tw- a big 12 title plus a close loss to Alabama right. would get them in. Right. Yeah. Are they right? They ran the table? No, they are not right, um, okay. even if they ran the table. I don't know about that. People love Texas out there. Uh, sounds like Bob is no longer uh, no longer believes in no excuses. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. <laughs> Stick it in the sock, mister. I understand wanting to move to the SEC, mm-hmm. but... This cannot be our farewell farewell tour of the Big 12. Should we want our contract to run its course so we can get our revenge on the teams that beat us? Everybody's everybody's so worried about when is the revenge tour. Revenge tour. We're going on. We're going on a revenge tour. Should we go now? Are they out there? Are they out there? Should we go? No, Nick. Come on. You go on your headlining tour of the SEC. Run the it table there. It is go time. It is go time time. It is go, no, go, lock, and lower, and love them, and leave them, smoke them. If you got them, see you, want to see you, see on the other side. Time, time. <laughs> Bob Stoops is the best. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. That's right. I agree. Uh, I am IT slash tech savvy. The ESPN app does have issues for ESPN Plus, and it does behave differently on different platforms. We have established that. Apparently, yes, on different does. platforms, right. it does perform, mm-hmm. uh, perform differently. Right. Uh, hey, Texas, Hee Haw called. They want their band uniforms back. From Kevin in Tulsa. <laughs> right. Now we're going. All right. Now we're going. There right. we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, why are there so many tornadoes in Oklahoma? Boy, I can't finish that one. It's a little. Yeah, I don't think that sounds like we're setting up a joke. joke There, that's a joke there. Uh, Something about what Texas does. It's not appropriate for the children. Calm down, people. Uh, I can understand Longhorn fans. I can understand Longhorn fans to not figure out E plus. ESPN plus. Oh, ESPN plus. But Sooner fans are smarter than that. I thought so. Anyways, it's not hard, people. Thank you. Uh, I have a list in my head of people who doubted. I remember exactly what you said, when you said it, and what you were wearing when you said it. It was Brent Venables, was Brent Venables at his press conference. His press conference? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Davis Bevel. Bold. That was bold. <laughs> One more. Uh, I will sell your birthright if Toby will use the phrase holy biscuit in his game on Saturday. I will sell, sell you my what is sell I, the birthright. Uh, they, I will sell you my birthright. That's what, uh, yeah, I read that What wrong. is that worth? Uh, I don't know who this individual what are, is. What are Maybe we, living lot. in ancient Egypt? <laughs> are the Israelites trying to escape? What is a birthright going to get me? Uh, you put something worthwhile on the line, and I'll, I'll get give Holy you Biscuit one of my the dragons, the oldest I'll, dragon in the kingdom. I don't want someone's birthright. I don't know. You know do you, are you wor- like? Is there? Uh, do you have an inheritance worth millions of dollars that that'll get me? Yes. I'm, will- Just send I'm in your willing. Birthday and social security number, and they'll send it right over. I'm willing to negotiate a holy biscuit into the broadcast, but you got to come with something substantial. Now, give me one more. We can't end on that one. <laughs> this one just says, and I, I agree with it. Toby seems annoyed. I was worried about Teddy this week, but I think things are starting to get to you. So. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe today's the day. 
Wednesdays usually are your worst day. So We've gotten smoothly through Monday, Tuesday. Maybe today's the day when I lose it. All right, 7.34, break time. T-Row in the morning show. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. It's a working man Wednesday, A1 and Turkey Bacon. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. What do you think about Steve Sarkeesian, Teach, as far as how good of a coach he is? I think he's uh, garbage. Why? Well, I don't think he's been very successful in either uh, place that he's been a head coach. I think he's one of those guys that is made to be a coordinator, and that's fine. And Texas fans are saying that about Brent Venables right now. Well, time will tell, but um, sometimes that's okay. Guys are really good at being offensive or defensive coordinators, and if they uh, are really great at it, then that's awesome. But And some aren't built to be a head coach, and I don't think Sarkeesian's built to be a head coach. What was his... Um... I don't remember. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to look it up. What, what did he do at Washington? Wasn't he pretty good at Washington? I think that how he wasn't he the just USC there job? one year though. Or was he there more than uh, longer than I'm been thinking? There very long. Yeah, it wasn't very long. I want to say he was somewhat successful there, but I think he also inherited uh, kind of a Lincoln Riley situation where things were pretty good at the time, if I remember correctly. And then USC was no good. disaster. And then, uh, and then Texas had a bad first year. Mm-hmm. All right. So no good is your answer. To no that. good's my answer. Hmm. That's kind of the way you want it, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Keep him as long as you like. If he's a bad coach, let's hear a little bit of what he had to say uh, at his weekly press conference. To recap the last ball game, um, going back and looking at it, I was uh, obviously really impressed with the first half of play. Um, you know, just what we did in all three phases. I mean, you look at defensively, I think their first seven drives, six of the first seven resulted in, you know, four punts, two turnover on downs. I guess a really prolific offense. You know, sometimes I I forget what teams are averaging coming in, and they were averaging over 200 yards rushing a game, over 200 yards passing, and and over 40 points a game. So to hold that group to 60 yards rushing uh, and really, you know, you know, a couple couple late touchdowns there. I thought our defense played played really good. Did a good job getting off the field on third down. Um, offensively, I just loved the execution of it all. You know, five of the first six drives, the way we operated. I know there was that drive at the end of the first half, but um, the execution tells me because we only had five third downs in there, so we were playing really good football on first and second down, and then converting three of the five uh, on third down was really effective. Uh, the offense continues to take care of the ball, which I'm extremely proud of. I think we've only had three turnovers on the year. Last, you know, Saturday night didn't have any again. Uh, defensively, we're, we're so close. You know, I love the effort by the guys. Um, I think we had two so interceptions close. go off our fingertips. Um, when we're punching, we're ripping at the ball. So it's not about it's not about effort and want to. Uh, sooner or later, that that dam will break. We got to continue to play with that effort and tenacity. Um, and I thought, you know, on special teams, that was really sound game force. You know, there weren't as many highlight plays, but we played really sound. They brought three kickoffs back. We tackled all three of them inside the 20, I think, right around the 17-yard line or so. So all of that was really good. Uh, Washington, uh, we were close, TJ. He was there for five years. So four, you were <laughs> Long, Way five. longer than I thought. It seemed you're like his tenure four. there was uh, very short. He went five and seven, seven and six, seven and six, seven and six, eight and four. 
two years at USC went nine and four, three and two, and that's when the hammer dropped. So never a season with less than four losses so far. A full season. Correct. Yeah, I think Bijan continues to do what he does. I know sometimes we talk about so many of the other guys, but third straight game over 100 yards. Uh, he's got nine touchdowns on the year. He's, he's such a factor. Sometimes it always doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but it shows up for the other guys because of the attention he deserves. So uh, with all that being said, we got plenty to work on. Uh, we got back to it today, um, which, which, which was important for us. We've obviously got uh, a quality opponent um, in, a, in a great environment, in a great game. Uh, and it's going to take uh, maximum mental intensity and focus uh, and execution uh, to come out on top. So that's what we're striving to do. You know what bothers me about him, Teach? His voice? No, he's he he's a big vest guy. And, always wearing vests. But it's the unlikable vest. Even in this press conference I'm watching, he's wearing a vest. On the sideline Saturday, it could be 120 degrees, he's going to be wearing a vest. What do you mean the unlikable vest? Is there a likable vest? Yeah, I think so. There's the cool um, puffy vest. There's the cool, um, even uh, the Nike, uh, I've got a cool Nike vest. Like, it's the flat, like, it doesn't look like it's even like, it's like it's an apron that zips up in the front or something. It's like it's a thin I don't understand a vest. I don't, I just, I don't, anybody I see in a vest, I automatically think they're up to something. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear one of my vests to uh, the show Friday like, morning. What, what, like, what's the point? You you get out of bed and go cold torso, warm arms. <laughs> I and used to be the same vest. way until I owned. Uh, I've got three or four vests now. And what do you? What is the? What is the ingredients that you say today's a vest day? Um. So a cooler morning, but I know it's going to warm up, but maybe not warm up enough where I want a full jacket or need to shed the entire thing. So I say, uh, hmm, just going to throw on the Nike vest today. So if you wake up, it's not cold, but it's cool. So we're in the 50s maybe? Uh, Yeah, sure. High 40s, mm-hmm. low 50s. You wake up, it's a morning in the 40s or 50s, but we're going to get to... Somewhere in the 60s. 60s? Yeah. So you're still going to want a little bit of warmth, but not too much warmth. Exactly. So that's the combination. You wake up, 40s, 50s, and we're headed to the 60s. It's a vest day. All right, well, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be 83, feels like 93 Saturday in the Cotton Bowl, and Steve Sarkeesian will be wearing a vest. (laughs) I won't be, but yeah. Everywhere he goes, he wears a vest. Isn't that suspicious? I've never thought about it in a suspicious way, but you think he's hiding something with the vest? Like, what's the point of the vest? (laughs) Maybe he sweats so much, he sweats through his shirt, so the vest hides how much he sweats. Wear an undershirt. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have a good reason for you. Why to skip, no matter how warm it is, where the little uh, the coach's short-sleeve windbreaker? Well, that's different. Like, I can tell you, and I'm not speaking for Skip. I can tell you for me, okay, for me. Yeah, why do you wear the short-sleeve windbreaker? I don't get it. I, if you are um, a little puffy, like I am, <laughs> what was the word somebody used the other day? Plump. Plump. It's nice to have 
something that is a little more drapey and untucked. You feel like you're fooling everybody. <laughs> drapey. <laughs> I like sweatshirt weather. I, I, I wear, can't wear I look, a moo-moo, so I'll wear something drapey. It I looks look forward good. To, I look forward to wearing a jacket or a pullover or something like that because it just it's more comfortable on me. I, I, everything else feels a little tight. I got do I have to tuck it in? Am I you know? I, it's just I'm I'm self conscious a little bit. I think that's the maybe the way I don't I can't speak for everybody else. That's the way I feel. But I can't wear a vest. Like I got like that just accentuates the puffiness. You know what I mean? The plumpness. You know what I mean? Like it's just my arms are perfectly in shape. There's nothing wrong with my arms. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't understand the vest. I don't. What would you ever do the opposite? Would you ever just go? You know what? My arms are cold, but I want my torso to cool. I'll just wear sleeves today. <laughs> no, but some people wear those pants that zip off into shorts. Yeah, those are. You remember those? Uh, Texas fan just uh, texted me and says Sark is hiding that green playbook from Waterboy. <laughs> Well, he doesn't he doesn't go to it very often. I will take a break back after this. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Come on, people, let's practice. Let's practice. We're back, T Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. Saxon Realty Group, the fine man that is Terry Saxon brings you this hour of the T Row in the morning show. But really, it's Jackie who is responsible for everything and all their success. Eight ninety nine listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Guys, I need help. I just showed my wife the holy biscuit, and her response was, that sounds gross. Mm. What help do you need? I mean, divorce go the attorney? route of Tom Brady and Giselle, get a divorce yeah. lawyer. Um, Pretty simple. Is the wife going with you to the fair? I mean, what does it matter? I mean, I eat a lot of things that my wife disagrees with. So, you know, who cares? <laughs> I I like meatloaf. She doesn't what like meatloaf. So just eat the holy biscuit. Toby, please be careful. Try and not get any holy biscuit on your shirt or pullover on Saturday. Mm, good point. Yeah, I better bring a second pullover. It's gonna, although it's gonna be warm. I think it's just a golf shirt day. Uh, someone sent me a link for the 2017. A lot of people letting me know my son's scene said it was 2017. That his dad couldn't remember. So, so thank you, appreciate it. 2017, Toby. That was the year. Uh, Sark one. constantly texts the T Row Show complaining about how ESPN Plus doesn't work right. Um, last time I checked this morning when I walked in our building, the golden hat wasn't in there. So we got plenty to, to get ourselves prepared to go for. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. Uh, so do we have the we have the do we keep the golden hat, obviously, after we win? Yes. Do we pack it up and bring it with us to the game? Like whose job is that? Hmm. Somebody oh, say, yeah, hey, I guess don't there forget. wouldn't be a... Uh, when you're leaving, does somebody say, hey, don't forget the golden hat? Yeah, I guess there wouldn't be, like, 30 golden hats lined up in a trophy room, right? I guess it is the I, same I, one each year. I get. I think so. Do they just what add is, the uh, the team to it, like the yearly thing, like the uh, the Ref Royal Rumble trophy, maybe? 
Probably. It's probably we should know like this the answer. We've probably trophy. seen the picture a thousand times, and we're just idiots. I don't so. think there's any ears on it at all. I've seen the hat. I don't know where the hat is. I, I, I'm sure it's in our trophy cases in the lobby. I, I don't know. But I wonder whose job it is to don't forget the golden hat, you know? Hmm. Because that would be funny if you lost, and then you're like, you know what? We forgot. That's our bad. <laughs> who's got the hat? Oh, dead Terry. Did you I get the told hat? you we were going to forget the hat. That's why I said it with the equipment. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, Terry. What did it refer, Terry? That's Terry. Terry forgot Terry the Terry drives hat. the truck. Yeah, he forgot the hat. <laughs> Go ahead. What else you got? Uh, let's see here. Keep in mind, Lincoln Riley never wore a short sleeve shirt during a game in his OU ten- tenure, yeah. regardless of the That's weather. Right. The whole staff wore long sleeve shirts, but especially Lincoln. He, however, was hiding something pipe cleaner like arms. <laughs> uh, not a vest Sark's wearing. It's a bulletproof vest. <laughs> well, that would make some sense. Yeah. Uh, I needed these laughs today. Thank you. LOL. LOL back at you. You're welcome. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. Bob Stoops wore a vest in the 2000 National Championship game. Short sleeve windbreakers are a bit. I'm not going to read the rest of that. Uh, yeah, but that was, uh, you know, cold weather. He's getting hot. He's coaching. You can understand the climate there. Toby's talking it's going to be like 95 degrees on the field on Saturday. He's going to be in a vest. I don't know if I've ever seen Bob without a vest. (laughs) With a vest, you mean? I'm sorry. Sark. Oh, Sark, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Sark at Texas without a vest. I'm told a vest with a nice pocket inside hides a flask very nicely. That's from Baseball Ross. okay. All right. Vests really help when you're concealing your firearm, this person says. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, people are bringing some reasoning now to the table. <laughs> Sark is hiding his man boobs with that vest. So, hmm. okay. possibly. I have zero he's vest. He's in good shape, though. He's a good shape guy, right? I mean, he's in good shape. No, he's not. He's not in good shape? No, Sark's not at all. Really? No. Let me look at this again. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what do you think? He's a little plump. He's uh, he's plump. Yes. He's doughy, not plump. He's doughy. <laughs> Get the right adjective. <laughs> <laughs> so is doughy different than plump? Yeah, plump. You got a little bit more uh, sturdiness to you. He's just doughy. Like me, I'm plump. Yeah. I have to look at some pictures. I think he's in pretty good shape. Uh, 8 o'clock. We'll be back.